Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you know, the commercial sale of turf will soon be banned. Eric McNulty, who runs McNulty Fuels in Hospital County Limerick, doesn't sell turf. Instead, he sells hardened Irish mud. Eric, good afternoon to you. Hello, Sean. How are you doing? Not too bad. Now, you're making a point here. I am, I am, I suppose. Um, look, it was it was uh, just a, a bit of tongue-in-cheek advertising, really, to start off. Um we I came up with the idea and and ran with us, put up a poster on the on the forecourt for my Irish my decorative Irish hardened mud and uh, not to be burnt in a fire for ornamental purposes only. Yes. Um and it's yeah, it's really after blowing up it's after getting uh, crazy amount of publicity and the media outlets are, are running with it. So yeah, it's, it's great. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, and, and but why were you made it's a tongue in cheek obviously, but you know, what what was the point behind it if you like? Yeah, well I suppose there is a serious point behind it. Um the it's it's out it's it's looking at the ban on solid fuels that the government are implementing at the moment from the first first of October. We won't be able to sell coal, we won't be able to sell turf. Uh we've already you know they've already stopped the production of peace briquettes in Ireland um, last year and we're importing them now um, and they, it, it looks for a business owner like me I, you know I have a petrol station and fuel store it, it looks to me like the government are trying to ban and outlaw everything I'm selling at the moment which is making life very difficult Yeah what, what other things apart from turf? Um, so coal obviously is, is going to be smoky coal is, is going to be outlawed um, on the 31st of October as well so it'll just be smokeless going forward um, there's also going to be moisture checks in the in timber so kiln dried timber will be allowed to sell but uh, your standard forestry timber won't be won't be allowed after that either mm. um, and I suppose as well for, for my industry the, the petrol station you know they're, they're pushing um, electric cars uh, more and more now as well, so that that's that's having a, a, an impact on my business. Yeah. Now, but you know why all these measures are being introduced? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, they're they're obviously have, have strict climate change um, targets that they're trying to meet and that the country are trying to meet. And um, I completely understand that. And um, you know, I know that's the way forward. That's the future. We we all have to, you know, toe the line with regard to that. Um, my my own background is in renewable energy planning. I'm I'm not I'm not against the idea at all. I, I worked in, in Scotland, I qualified in Scotland and I worked there for Scottish government in renewable energy planning for a few years before moving home. Um, and the reality was there there wasn't jobs in, in, in this industry in, in in Ireland um at the time, about eight years ago. So I I I went completely um left field and and bought the petrol station and, and now I'm selling fossil fuels so it's a, a bit of a change but that was the reality you know there there wasn't um, there wasn't a livelihood to be made in, in, in renewable energy in Ireland and, and I don't think a lot has changed then and, and I think that's that's a big part of the problem now at the moment they're, they're banning they're banning what we're using but they're not giving us an alternative they're not giving us an option yeah. they're not incentivizing people and, and that is a worry for people and I think that's why that's why my, my signs have resonated with people as well and they've got so much publicity is because people are genuinely worried. They're, you know, there isn't an option for people. They're, on one hand, they're banning fuels and on the other hand, they're saying there could be electrical shortages this year and um, I don't know, are we jumping the gun a small bit? Are we putting the cart before the horse and, and trying to change the world when, when maybe a, 
a slower um, option might be might be the better option. You know. Yeah. The, I mean, but are there alternatives to to turf? Um. <laughs> Well, there is, there is. Like we, 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 we have a fuel depot here, and we sell the, you know, our main, our main sellers are coal, turf, briquettes, and timber. Yeah. Um. The and and as I said earlier, all of them are going to be affected by this ban. Coal will be gone. Turf will be gone. The peat briquettes, we can't get them anymore in Ireland. We have to import them from Germany and Latvia, which, which I find amusing. They're they're trying to, they're trying to, um get us in line with climate change but but then we've got a huge carbon footprint bringing bringing all all our our briquettes in from from Germany and Latvia which is mm. counterproductive really yeah and um, so so the alternatives the alternatives are there but they're 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 all being affected as well they're you know they're they're not going to be there the alternatives aren't going to be there it's it's um and 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 what's what's happening as a as a consequence of that is supply and demand means that because things are now limited and there isn't as many options for people, the the price is is going out of out of proportion altogether, and we can see that um, across the board. Now, what I was selling my premium coal this time last year for twenty euro, I'm now selling for thirty eight euros, and and I'm hearing stories that that's that's even at the lower rate. It it could be going up to as much as forty five or fifty euro for a bag of coal, which which isn't fair on people either, you know. Yeah, I even I think even the price of turf has gone up in in the short space of time that people can still buy it. Uh, the, it that, that's gone up significantly. Yeah, it definitely uh, has absolutely. Yeah, but I suppose the thing is, you'd know this. You've got because of your background in environmental planning. We've like I think we're the third worst in Europe when it comes to our carbon footprint. So kind of saying, now ah, let's put it off for another day. Is only going to make the problem worse. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, again, they're, 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 the current government seems to be hitting the the normal households. You know, the normal working person again. Um, I don't know—is that the big problem? I think there's a lot of industries in the country that, and and you know, I suppose bigger transport is 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 definitely going to be affecting it more than than you know what we've been doing for generations and and I know that doesn't make it right but it it nearly is a cultural thing in Ireland with the with regard to the turf anyway and mm. um, like I know with regard to to the power shortages that they're that they're saying might come into effect in in, in the near future you know we, we've been hit by storms here in, in Limerick a few times over the last few years and we've we have had blackouts and the one thing you can always be certain on is that you'll have your fire to heat your house during that blackout um, and you know the the, the new government policies are, are taking that away from people as well you know there's there's an element of self-sufficiency that isn't going to be there anymore yeah um, but people, couldn't worried. people still you I mean because the, the, the timber the dry timber won't be affected so people could use that they, they definitely can use that, but the kiln dry timber isn't isn't as readily available as right. as your normal timber that has been on the market for years. It's it's not. I don't think it'll ever keep up with the demand. And um, timber and turf were were a very self sufficient option. You know, people people didn't even necessarily have to go to the shop to buy them. They they were able to get it from their own land and trade amongst themselves and all that. And and that's that's trying to be stopped at the moment as well, which which is all going to put pressure on the market. Yeah. And um, you know, when you when you take into account then the the briquettes and the coal going as well, it's it's just it's it's leading to to price hikes. In, in what is left and um, it could be it could be a very worrying winter for a lot of people.
How did a fella, though, who was working in the renewable energy sector end up running a petrol station? I mean, really, that's <laughs> well, not even, I don't know what that's, uh, what, what the comparison is. That's kind of basically yeah, switching sides, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. No, but I suppose, look, it, it needs must. Um, when, when, I, when I wanted to move home, there wasn't work here in renewable energy. They're very, very limited. And, and I've been looking at that market for, for the last few years as well. I, I keep my ear to the ground and I haven't seen much of a change, to be honest. I, I, I still think the employment um, is, is, is limited in that sector. So needs must. Um, and, and the reality of the time was that uh, this, this came up, this opportunity to buy the local petrol station. I'm, I'm originally from hospital in County Limerick, so I'm born and bred in the town. And the petrol station is in that town as well. And my family have always been in business here. So I, I kind of would have had a retail background before I, I went to, to college. So, yeah, so it was something I, I just said I'd, I'd, I'd throw my hat at. And eight years later, it's, it's still going well, thank God. Yeah. Do you, now, do you have a charging station there at your, at your We station? don't. No, no, no. We, I looked into it a couple of years ago. Um, at the time, I think the ESB were giving out grants and we were, we were too rural for them. Um, and <laughs> I, what does that mean? <laughs> we we just literally we are too rural. We're 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 a very small very small town. We weren't on we weren't on their um their greed, I suppose, for for right. for what they wanted at the, at the time. Now whether that has changed or not, I haven't pursued it since. Um, because I suppose there there isn't much uptake in my area for it because the infrastructure isn't there. Yeah. Um. You know, we're we're about a half an hour away from Limerick City, an hour, about an hour away from Cork, and if there's a handful of people in 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 the whole locality with with um with electric cars, that's about it. Uh, I was speaking to a guy recently about it, and he's after changing over. He was a customer of mine. He used to come in and get petrol and diesel, and he's now got an electric car. And he was saying how good it was and how happy he was with it. And I asked him, has he gone to Dublin? And he said, no, no, you, you couldn't drive to Dublin in it. You know, so. It's, um, it's it's it kind of defeats the purpose for for the living that we're we're doing out the country. We're very very car dependent. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, you can see it with the locals. Little by little, we're hearing the bad stories about the electric cars. Now it is the future, and I, and I'm not suggesting that for a minute. It it will, but I don't think we're we're ready for it yet. Just just like we're not ready to give up the the solid fuels just yet. Where where you know if there's options, if there's alternatives. Or if those incentives, great, but I don't think we have them to 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 make that, mm. these drastic changes just yet. Yeah, when would you? When would people be ready in hospital? Do you think to change to electric cars <laughs> and stop burning filthy turf? It, well, um, I look. I don't know. I, I to, to answer your question, I don't know. I know that when I was in the UK, when I was working in this ten years ago, um. There was there was better incentives for people to to switch over. Mm. There was bigger grants. There was you know it was it was a, it was an industry. It was a thriving industry over there, and that that even you know nearly ten years later still doesn't seem to be the case in in Ireland. Yeah. Um. So we in that in that sense we seem to be a little bit behind. Like they were building huge infrastructure over there, off sea wind farms, you know, solar farms, all these kind of things that, that still that still are kind of in their infancy here in Ireland. Um so I don't know, maybe 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 we are a bit behind the times, but but I don't think that's the, the fault of uh, of of you know the likes of poor old people who are going to suffer this winter because mm. they have no 
you know, they've, they've high, high, high bills and, and no alternative. Eric, thanks a million for talking to us today. That was Eric McNulty there who runs McNulty Fuels in Hospital, uh, County Limerick. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Let's find out how much is in the cash machine. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.